following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into Casey's Take on Sports, where there's always a take on what's happening in the world of local and regional sports. Now, here's your host, sports reporter for the Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange. Here's Casey Patrick. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Uh, just got a few things to go over this week. I, I was on I was on break last week, had the vacation. I'm back. Uh, the old wood panel uh, walls behind me, so y- y'all know I'm back home. Uh, but we're going to talk about March Madness because that's probably the biggest thing going on right now. Um, I also want to talk about Robert Kraft. He he had a little thing he said about the Patriots a few days ago. He's the Patriots owner. We're going to talk about that. Uh, MLB baseball. We've got baseball back. Spring training playing right now. Opening week coming up to, before too soon. And then, of course, we're going to end it off with some high school sports. Y'all know the deal. Stay here. Uh, let's get on into it. Now, uh, before before I get too far into this, I, I will say um, I, I watch a few podcasts and I listen to a few other podcasts, but the music we have for this one, I got shout out uh, my buddy JP Plant. He come up with all that, he, or I don't know if he made the music, but he found it for me. I, I like the music. I think it sounds good. Um, <laughs> I think I heard him turn it up a little bit right there. But uh, we'll get on into my first take. We'll get on into my first take. We're going to talk a little bit of March Madness. Um, I, it, of course, right now, basketball is the biggest thing going on in, in, in sports world. And I had it up on my phone. I had to pull it back up real quick. Uh, right now, we're back down to the Final Four with um, Villanova and Kansas are going to play Saturday at about 5. And then at 749 is what my phone says, North Carolina and Duke. Um, so I'm sure everybody's excited to see a North Carolina Duke game because those never happen. Uh, Villanova, Kansas, though, I, I was telling some friends of mine the other day, I think Nova's the team to beat. Jay Wright is the best coach, one of the best coach at least in, in uh, all of NCAA basketball. Um, I know Kansas is a one seed, but I don't, I don't think – I think they're just a hair overrated. But Villanova's got some – they got some pretty good talent. They got a great coach, and you know they're not—they're not the one and done type team. They—they they like to recruit the guys they want. They give them some time to develop. They get ready to play. They go out there on the court and they play really well. That's why they won like three—I think three national championships in the last few years. That may be completely wrong. I don't know why I thought that, but um, I, I'm going to take Villanova to win. Uh, right here on my little app, it says Kansas is four and a half point favorites. I'll take Nova. Uh, on the other game, we got, like I said, North Carolina Duke. Um, I don't really care who wins. I like North Carolina's blue a little bit more, but I, I don't care about either one of those teams. Uh, I know it's Coach K's uh, little uh, sending away tour. Um, I do like Coach K, uh, I, I, but I don't really care much for Duke. I just don't, never have. Um, so it's it's, I don't know. Going to be kind of weird to see that game. Duke's four-point favorites in that one. I uh, 
I like Duke to win that game. I think North Carolina's been playing well, but I do believe Duke's better. Paolo Bantero is one of the best players in, in the country. Uh, he's going to be a lottery pick. Um, I, hopefully, that's a good game for TV. Hopefully, it's fun to watch. Hopefully, it doesn't get out of hand either way, either one way or the other. Um I'm excited to see what kind of happens. And then, let's see, championship game, it don't even show up. It's probably Monday. Sorry about my door. Uh, it keeps opening on its own. We got some crazy wind at Dixon today. Um, but uh, anyway, that's about all we've got left. But before I go on to the next thing, I did want to say, shout out to St. Peter's. The Peacocks, they were on a run. They were fun to watch, too. I, I like their coach. Um, I, I enjoy watching those Cinderella, I, you know, those Cinderella teams. I, I think we all get a big kick out of that, even if they're not our team. Um, I saw old sister Jean or whatever her name was and, and Loyola Chicago beat, beat my volunteers a few years ago. And that was heartbreaking. But other than that, usually when you get to see these teams that quite frankly, don't really, uh, uh, there's not really a whole lot of reason to believe they'll get to a certain point. You know, watching them, I, Florida Gulf Coast is another one. When they beat Florida a few years ago, I think they beat Michigan State or, or somebody else that was a that was a two seed. It may have been Villanova. I can't remember anything. Brain's not working. But those Cinderella teams, those are fun to watch. And uh, shout out to them though, the Peacocks. They were fun to watch this year. Uh, came to an end. Uh, hated that for them, but um, hopefully they'll get. A, uh, hopefully they made a little bit of. Uh, got a little bit of momentum from that, and they can carry that on uh, with their program. So shout out to them. But March Madness, baby. Well, it's it's almost April, but March Madness. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, go on to the next take. I uh, <clears throat> I was I was scrolling through. Uh, Something. It was probably ESPN or, or God knows what, but uh, some kind of sports thing. And, and I came across uh, an article that stated that Robert Kraft was bothered by the fact that his his team had not uh, won a playoff game in, in three years. And, of course, their last playoff game was the Super Bowl against uh, the Jared Goff Rams. Uh, I think that was 13-3. to Um. I first of all, I, I will say this: Kraft kind of. I, I I do think he kind of backtracked a little bit in, in this interview that he had because he went on to say that that he liked he liked the core of his team. Of course, he still you know he likes Bill Belichick. He he ought to seven Super Bowls, six Super Bowls, whatever it is. But um, he he kind of did backtrack and he, he said he liked where his team was at and he liked the you know what he could what he thought he could see out of them in the future. But can you imagine how spoiled you have to be to not be happy with a lack of playoff wins in three years? And it's not like his team really went away. I mean, they, they had, they had a little bit of struggles there. The Cam Newton thing didn't really work out, but I mean, he wasn't awful. He wasn't the reason why they lost most of the games. I, it just hit me in a weird way. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it bothers me that Robert Kraft is bothered because his team hasn't dominated the playoffs the last three years. You had, you have one of the greatest, greatest coaches of all time. You had somebody who I believe is the greatest player of all time. You won six Super Bowls out of that marriage. You've had nothing but success over the last two-plus decades. 
shut up. <laughs> I mean, it, your team, no, your team isn't dominating everybody for the last three years. The last three years, I'm a Titans fan. I we Last time we got to the Super Bowl, it was heartbreaking, and we haven't been there in over 20 years. And I know you can't really compare apples and oranges and stuff like that, but, I mean, they're pretty close to two apples because they're both NFL teams. But there are a lot of teams out there that don't have any success. They haven't found a whole lot of success. Imagine being a Lions fan and hearing that Robert Kraft is bothered by the fact that his team doesn't have any playoff wins the last three years. That I mean, think about it. And I, I like the Lions. I have nothing against them, but we all know how poorly they've played over the course of basically their entire history. Um, but Robert Kraft being bothered at that, I, how do you get that sense of entitlement? That, that bothers me. That bothers me. I did want to bring it up. If you're a Patriots fan and, and you're frustrated over the past three years, get over yourself, get over yourself. It, everything, everything has an ebb and flow to it. You get to the top, go back down, get back to the top, go back down. Some teams, if you're lucky, like the Patriots or the Alabama uh, Roll Tide, if if you're lucky, you do get to hang out at the top for a while. And if you're unlucky, you get to hang out at the bottom for a while. Anybody remember the Braves from the 70s, early 80s? Okay, so you can hang out at the bottom for a while too. The Titans in uh, a few of those years, they, they, went, they went about three or four years where I don't remember them getting a win. I mean, they were going like three and 13. There's there's an ebb and flow to everything. And to be that entitled and that, I don't know, what's – spoiled. Spoiled's really the only word I can think of. I mean, it, it's it's hard. It's, it's really hard and it's annoying and it's ridiculous that he expects to be at the top every year after they did it for two decades. So – Robert Kraft, if you read this, man, just chill out. You got a halfway decent quarterback. You still have a really good coach. You got a pretty good team. Y'all are going to be fine. You got to deal with the Buffalo Bills first. Miami just got really fast, too. Who's the other team? Jets? Never mind. Don't worry about them. But the Bills and the Dolphins, they might have something to say. So don't be too spoiled. Be happy with some of the things that you get. Ebb and flow. Remember that. Now, let's talk a little bit of baseball. Well, I don't think all of us thought that we were going to get baseball this year. I think, I mean, you know, maybe most of us thought we would, but I think a lot of people were kind of scared that that the lockout would really take baseball away from us. Um, and I have to say that over the past few weeks, especially last week since I didn't have my show or whatever, but over the past few weeks, just seeing some of the spring training highlights – it's really it's got me excited about baseball again. I know as a Braves fan, there are other things going on with you know within the organization and the whole Freddie Freeman thing. Uh, but I like Olson. I like the rest of the guys we went out and got. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to watch the Braves play baseball this year. Uh, I'm also just excited in general to watch baseball. Uh, I watched a few highlights the other day of Mike Trout being back on the field, and I, I don't care who you are. If you're not a Mike Trout fan, you're an idiot. The, the dude is the the best player in all of baseball when healthy. Uh, and I, I love Ronald Acuna, but Ronald ain't there yet. Uh, Mike Trout is the best player in all of baseball when he's healthy. 
And seeing him healthy back out on the field, he's got that short, compact swing. He hit a few uh, he hit a few lasers out in the left field uh, the other day in the highlights that I saw. Of course, I don't keep up with the Angels. They're not very good. But um, I do like watching Mike and, and Shohei Otani. And uh, they've got some guys I, I like keeping up with on the team. But um, I think I saw Byron Buxton make a sliding grab in center field the other day. I'm a big Byron Buxton fan. I think he flies around center field. He's he's as good as it gets when it comes to, to defense, and and he's got good speed. And there are so many different players and and so many different storylines and stuff to keep up with so far. But I'm just excited that baseball's back. And you know, the start of the season next week. I think yesterday they announced that the Braves Reds uh, opening opening game was going to be on ESPN two. Um, I don't know why I can remember that, but it was like a random tweet. I think David O'Brien from The Athletic, I think he tweeted that out. I, I do want to give him credit for that. But um, Reds and Braves, ESPN2, opening day. I'm excited. I, I'm excited for it. I'm glad we played the Reds the first game to kind of, you know, maybe get our feet underneath us because they have given up everything. And that was going to be – that was going to be my next – uh my next kind of talking point in baseball is this year, if you know anything about football, Tyreek Hill is going to make more money this year from his contract than the entire Baltimore Orioles roster. And what that tells me is there's quite a few things going on. First of all, the Dodgers payroll is like $270 million. The Baltimore Orioles payroll is a hair over – it's like $30 million plus my salary. So it's a hair over $30 million. And I think it's ridiculous that you can have a difference of $240 million between two teams. Baseball poorly, like, like very badly needs a salary cap. And baseball also needs to do something about teams that are tanking. And I've talked to a lot of Reds fans. They're not happy that their team is just giving people away and not signing people back. They're not happy about it. I wouldn't be either. Um, but and y'all hear me out. I've come up with this idea. Okay, I've had this idea for a few years now. What if the way, and, and I think you should use this for every professional sport that has a draft in it. What if for the draft, the first overall pick goes to the team that had the best record that didn't get into the playoffs? And then you go backwards from that point. That way, you could completely, 100% legitimately get rid of all tanking because you're not going to have teams, unless you just have teams that legit just want to lose on purpose for no good reason, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But you would be able to get rid of a lot of tanking with that. Take away, take away some of the things that losing gives you. Losing should not, losing should not give you any type of award. I understand if it's if it's T ball and your your nephew or your son or your or your daughter or, or whatever niece whatever grandchild, if they're out here playing, nobody's keeping score. You don't keep up with balls and strikes. You're hitting the ball off the tee. Kids are running wherever they want. I get the fact that you give those kids a, a trophy, no matter who wins and who loses. I get that. That doesn't bother me. But this is Major League Baseball. There should no longer be any type of incentive to lose. And that's exactly what these teams are doing. They save money. They get rid of their good players. They win 52 games, lose 110, and then they get the first, they get the first pick. And they can go get the next generational prospect like 
Al Leiter's son, who I think the Rangers drafted, Jack Leiter, he was like the seventh pick. But, I mean, you, you wind up getting like people like Bryce Harper, Steven Strasburg, Hunter Green. You start with the first few picks, you can usually try to find you a pretty good generational-type prospect. And basically the draft has always incentivized losing in any sport. And baseball – badly needs to do something to fix that. And um I don't I don't know what else can be done. I haven't really sat sat down and thought about it either. Um but the the fact that some of these teams can just destroy their roster. Baltimore Baltimore isn't gonna win. They know they're not gonna win. They're not trying to win. And don't get me wrong, I get it. The Yankees are always good. The Red Sox, they usually don't suck and they've been fairly decent the last few years. They won a World Series a few years ago. The Rays, they just find their way to 95 wins and in the playoffs every single year. The Blue Jays might actually win the World Series this year. They've got talent all over the place, and they did go out and spend a bunch of money to go get that talent. But I, I get it. you got four really good teams in the AL East, and you ain't got a whole lot of spots to put them in. So Baltimore, they kind of know. They're the odd man out. They may legitimately be the worst team ever this year. The Baltimore Orioles this year may be the worst team that has ever been fielded by a Major League Baseball team. I know there have been bad ones. I know that's a pretty hot take. I don't care. They are awful. And there needs to be something done to keep these teams from legitimately losing on purpose just so they can be better towards the end. Houston did it. Houston did it, what, about 10 years ago now? Maybe maybe eight years ago? They just got rid of everybody. They were losing on purpose. They were able to save a bunch of money. They were able to go out and draft some really good players. And they got they got a hold of some pretty good players like Correa and Altuve. And we see what happened. Even without banging on a trash can, they still won the World Series. So uh baseball's got to do something to incentivize unincentivize un- losing. Sorry about that. But baseball has to do something. There are so many issues, but that's about all the griping and complaining i'm going to do on baseball but we got one more take we're going to talk uh oh, i guess i need to put my whole it's not three it's the fourth take is coming up high school sports stay here all right uh <clears throat> sorry about that uh Cheatham is on the Cheatham schools are on uh spring break. Um so they're not really doing a whole lot, but Monday they did have uh they did have a game between uh Sycamore and Cheatham County Central. Uh they had a baseball game and then Tuesday they had the the second part of the the other game. Well anyway, the Monday's game was supposed to be at Cheatham County, but they're repaving the uh, parking lot up there because it's spring break and kids aren't there. So they played both games at Sycamore. I made the drive out to Pleasant View, the full hour ride on 250. Um, you can tell I, I I hate that road. I, I love being out there in Pleasant View. That I that's a nice town and uh, sidelines grill. They've got some good food, but uh, I hate driving 250. I hate driving 250. I've been thinking about getting me a motorcycle to make that ride, but I don't trust everybody else's driving. But um, I made it all the way out there to Pleasant View on Monday. Got to see a heck of a baseball game. Uh, Sycamore's Austin Williams had a complete game. Uh, 
he 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 gave up one run. I want to say it was earned, but uh, seven innings gave up one run. Uh, Sycamore was able to hold off Cheatham, got a three to one victory. Um, Carter Purdue pitched for Cheatham, and uh, and he pitched really well. Also, I think he pitched six and a third. Um, he wound up getting pulled for a pitch count, but um, he he allowed two unearned runs uh, on a. I mean, they they had I think two outs, and it was first and second, and uh, one got past the second baseman, and uh, that was basically the difference in the game. Sycamore did add a did add a run later. Um, but then again, uh, then they played uh, Tuesday, and I was not at that game. But uh, Sycamore got the win. I want to say nine to eight. Um, all all of this info is on Game Changer if you want to find the stats and stuff like that. But I, as far as I know, that's the only baseball or softball action going on. I think Harpeth is actually playing some baseball games, but they're they're on a like a spring break tournament. Uh, they're doing some kind of tournament. I want to say down in Florida. If that's not correct, I think Bill Clark told me. So y'all tell him he's wrong. Uh, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But uh, not a whole lot of baseball and softball going on in Cheatham. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there are some soccer games going on. Uh, I need to look at my schedule. There's like 18,000 different schedules I'm trying to keep up with now. But uh, we got tennis going on right now. We've got soccer. Um, what else? Track and field. So there's a lot going on. Uh, but for Dixon, those kids are. I mean, they might – I don't know if they're in school or not. I think their spring break was last week. But regardless, got a lot going on in Dixon. Uh, now, y'all know how much I love the Creekwood-Dixon rivalry. I believe the way my schedule looks, we've got a soccer game Thursday between Dixon and Creekwood. That's going to be fun. Those are always fun, the, the matchups between the two schools. And then uh, we've got a baseball game Friday at Creekwood. And then Saturday, the Dixon and Creekwood are going to play um, at Dixon. And it's going to be a uh, – it, I, I believe they're going to have the alumni game for Dixon County after that. They've been doing that the last few years. That's always a pretty fun event. Uh, I get to see some guys that I went to school with. Uh, they get out there and they're kind of stretched around like I am and not moving very good anymore. But uh, it's still fun to get out there on the field, uh, watch those guys get out there on the field. So, um, let's see. What else did we have? Tennis. That's right. Uh, I saw I saw Marty at the uh, Creekwood Greenbrier softball game Tuesday, and uh, Marty Allison, my photographer for the Dixon Post, um, he told me that he had shot a couple photos of the uh, tennis match between Dixon and Clarksville. I want to say, um, but uh, Creekwood was actually uh, nice enough to allow Dixon to have their tennis match there at Creekwood, and um, so Dixon took on Clarksville. Man, the Dixon Post next week is going to be chalk full of photos because uh, the Dixon Creekwood baseball game, the Dixon Creekwood soccer game, Dixon tennis, Creekwood softball. I there's always something going on, man. But uh, this is a uh, this is a cool job. I get to I get to watch sports for a living. So um, anyway, I believe that's all we've got for Casey's takes today. So uh, thank y'all for tuning in and uh, make sure. Let's see where's it at right there at cvp51 that's my twitter handle come find me you want to argue with me argue with me you want to you want to send me some info send me some info uh, help me help me do whatever i can to get the kids in the papers so um but thank y'all for coming and watching my takes and make sure you come back next week because i'll be here next week y'all have a good evening
This has been Casey's Take on Sports. Casey Patrick covering high school sports all across Dixon and Cheatham counties. Follow him on Twitter at CVP51 and always online at MainStreetPreps.com. Casey's Take on Sports is a Main Street Media production.